1: Hi, I'm Yui Shu, And I'm Julie Krafcik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Datables, welcome to Brunch Talk, our Sunday edition where we answer your burning dating questions that you've all sent in. This week's question, can a relationship work if you and your partner do not get along with each other's friends?
0: Ooh, this is a good one. Okay, for more context. In the beginning of my relationship, I tried to make a friendship work with my partner's best friend's girlfriends, Uh but was never truly treated with any real respect or decency. At first, my partner was somewhat aware of what was happening, but never defended me, even if he did witness mistreatment. Because of the way I've been treated, my friends now don't like my partner. Hmm. Help.
1: (laughs) Well, help indeed. (laughs) it's such a terrible feeling when you don't like your partner's friends or you know that they don't like you. And there needs to be a certain level of harmony. You don't all have to be BFFs. Before a relationship to work, you have to be in harmony with each other. And this is really a chance to be an adult about it. I think to really step up and to rise above have a sit down with your partner about the conundrum that you're having, and then bring in the friends. I always love one-on-ones, bringing the friends one at a time to really mm. walk them through some of the concerns, some of your hopes and dreams for how you continue <laughs> forward. How much more mature is that than the retaliation route, which is, well, if you don't like me, I won't like you. I'm going to now tell my partner not to hang out with you. That's never a good recipe because you're going to, build up resentment, your partner will build up resentment, your friends, their friends build up resentment, and then just becomes this resentment hellhole that you'll never crawl out of. And that will be the ultimate demise of your relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure, a relationship could work out if your friends don't like your partner, we're not gonna say it can't work out. Mm -hmm. But would it be a lot more peaceful and a lot better? If it did? It's kind of like family too. like, of course, you can be with someone even if their family doesn't like you. I think what's more concerning, though, for me is that it felt like the partner didn't have her back in this Mm. and even like going back to the family example i think yes it's possible to have a relationship if someone's family doesn't like you but if you're not by your partner's side while the family doesn't like you then it's doomed yeah so if your partner isn't willing to get on board and really like figure out a way for this to make with his friends or friends partners it was hard to understand fully who it is that really doesn't like you but that's also a point like are there any allies in this group is it one person that doesn't like you is it the whole group what is it and also taking a look too like if it is the whole group maybe there is a blind spot that you have that there's a reason why this group doesn't like you and i'm not saying that that's like you're at fault or anything like that but i think if it's one person or a couple people that just band together that's different than like every single person in the group and what Mm -hmm. is it if it's a legit reason versus something like oh they think your partner should be with someone else that's like a different way than you that's very different than if you've done something that's unintentionally bothered them Also, if your partner starts to stick up for you more, then your friends will probably start to like them again too. And that reduces half of the load here.
1: There you go. Don't think about this as a test for your partner, but it is giving you information on how your partner perceives the situation. I had a friend who was dating this guy who had a lot of younger friends. Mm. And at first, they did not like her. They would Mm -hmm. tell him straight up, we don't like her. We think she's making you into a boring old man. You don't hang out with us anymore. We really don't like her. And as she was feeling this animosity towards her, she asked him to really go to each one, one -one, one-on-one, to figure out what was happening. And when he did that in the group of six people, it was only one person who had negative feelings about her, but he had already tainted the rest of the group. And his reason for not liking her was because she was taking time away from him. It was all about him. It's like, oh, my friend is no longer hanging out with me. My one cool single buddy is no longer hanging out with me. And then she's like, see, is that really a friend you want to keep around?
0: I mean, I think that's the part that's so difficult sometimes with friends is what is the motive and where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. Like I had, this is not a proud moment of mine, but we had an intervention once with one of my friends Mm -hmm. saying that like she should end it with her now husband and father of her children, (laughs) who we all really love now. And we just didn't know him well enough. And even if it wasn't someone we would date, or even if it wasn't someone that we would hang out with, that wasn't a grounds to dislike him, right? Like, Like there is a lid for every pot. We always say that unless someone's like treating your friend badly, then that's very different of disliking the person versus like they're either just taking time away from me as a friend or they're not the person I would date or, you know, whatever the reason is that just is so superficial at the end of the day. So I think getting to the actual reason is really important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the other piece, too, is how well have you gotten to know these people individually versus in a group is a big piece Mm. of it. We talked about it's like easier to make connections, make bonds when it is in smaller groups, I've found. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like big group mentality, like what you brought up, UA, like one person could really start to like influence the rest of the people. And the more you can separate that that's really important in starting to like make those connections with other people because if this is your partner for the long haul
1: like you don't need to be BFFs with all their friends but you want to have a good relationship absolutely Absolutely. And it's also important to see who are the real friendships and who are the ones maybe like, uh, maybe you don't get along, but you also deep down, you know, this person's not going to be around for forever, right? That we all have these like peripheral friends, acquaintances, like those are people you don't really need to care about, but for the friends who do matter to your partner, those yeah. are the ones to spend more time, and I'm sure your partner would appreciate you spending that effort to get to know them better. But even if you do that and you still don't feel that same effort reciprocated, I think it's important to tell your partner, to let mm-hmm. your partner know- Hey, I'm not holding a grudge against this friend right here, but I just want you to know I reached out to them. I spent some time and effort trying to get to know them and they surely expressed no interest back. My feelings are hurt, but just so you know, keep everybody in the loop. Don't let this slide because all of this has to do with your partner your partner should be in on it. think
0: the other thing that was brought up here it sounds like a lot of this is the friends significant others like the other Uh women in the group and i don't think you need to be bffs with them like maybe you don't want to be on terrible terms but you don't necessarily have to be like hanging out every weekend and i understand that it can be really painful like if you're in a group setting and all of them know each other well and hang out all the time but keeping it a little more you know at bay and just like cordial Mm -hmm. Like that also could be a path forward because ultimately these aren't even your friend's friends. They're like a few degrees separated. And the more like that you can just look at this as like, how do I, you know, enjoy being in this group setting opposed to I need to be like best friends with this person. Right. So I want to keep going on like, how do you have the conversation with your partner of like finding solutions let's Mm. say the friends just aren't budging and they don't like you your friends don't like them what do you do from there but before we do let's take a quick break for a message from our sponsors we are so excited to share with you our new podcast exit interview
1: There's feedback that will make you cringe. She
0: could be a little bit hard-headed, like, not reading the writing on the wall.
1: And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit
0: Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. So let's say you've tried, you've (laughs) tried to do
0: individual group hangs, even if you've detached a bit and said like, I'll just hang out with this person in a group setting, don't need to be BFF with them, but you're still just feeling anxious, you don't feel good, you really dread being around these people. What do you do? How do you talk to your partner about this?
1: Oh, what a terrible position to be in. Again, there needs to be a conversation with a partner to let them know exactly where you're coming from. And hopefully the two of you can come to some sort of resolution. And as hard as this situation is, there may be some sort of compromise. There is some way, like with my ex, there were definitely a few friends I did not want to be around. So he made sure that when they were around, I wasn't, you know, and vice versa. It's not ideal, though. It really is not ideal. So there still needs to be a more sustainable solution that you and your partner need to work towards. But the first step is let your partner know.
0: So I do remember one person that talked to, and she was saying how, like, she could just not break into this friend group because of, like, her race, and, like, she just felt like an outsider. And now they're married so clearly like Mm. it didn't get in the way and she said that like quite frankly she just didn't go to some events like she was very pick and choose on which one she Uh. was gonna go to and i'm curious your thoughts on that because i definitely think that's one solution you also have to look at like how often am i seeing these people like some people that you don't like maybe you see them twice a year or once a year i feel like you can like that's a lot more manageable than maybe someone that you have to see once a month or once a week you know like that's Mm -hmm. a very different situation too i'm mixed though because like on one side i like the idea of just like allowing someone to like have their life and you don't need to be involved in every aspect and if you don't want to be around the friends like you guys have more than enough time to do things that make you a happy couple but then on the other side i feel like there's still that tension and it's Mm -hmm. kind of just avoiding it so i'm curious what you think on that and if this is a good approach
1: I don't know. I'm so mixed on it. It just doesn't feel sustainable. I think for the short term, yeah. But can you imagine like 30 years? Yeah. like
0: I'm not going to go to this birthday party. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's not a fun place to be. But maybe in 30 years, you're just everyone's over it. By then you're like, Maybe. whatever. You know? yeah. No longer holding a grudge or whatever. I almost feel like anything where it feels like a dire situation, there needs to be a like come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be some like, let's air it all out. Let's get it all on the table. Let's just talk it through. Even if we, at the end of this, hate each other more, at least we're able to express all of our feelings. The worst we can do is just bottle it up. But I don't think this is – what you're talking about could be a sustainable solution for long term.
0: I mean, I think it would just bother me too if my partner never had my back on it. I mean, ultimately, that's the root of all this more than the friends. So true. Is are you going to be a unit together and is your partner going to like – fight and share with people like i'm so glad my friend when we had that intervention was like no this person is good for me they are the right person for me and she stood her ground Mm. and then ultimately we came around so i think if your partner is wishy-washy and not standing up for you then this allows this to perpetuate a lot longer also than if they're just like this is my person like they're not going anywhere you know like that Mm -hmm. is a very different stance
1: great question Definitely makes me think a little bit about how I've done this in the past. (laughs) I kind of (laughs) blocked it all out of my memory, but I've definitely been in some of these scenarios. Again, great question. Thanks for sending it in. For everybody who has a dire dating question you want answered, the best thing to do is leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, five stars, and in the body of the review, ask us your question. This gets bumped up to the front of the queue. Other ways you can send in your question, you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on Instagram at dateablepodcast. You can tell us when you see us on the street. (laughs) ask us (laughs) questions pop out of the bushes at our homes (laughs) like there's so many other ways telegram (laughs) whatever whatever you need to do just leave the review
0: it's the easiest (laughs) yeah the
1: review is the easiest that's what we're trying to get you towards okay and
0: yeah make sure to subscribe give us a rating even if you don't have a question give us a rating anyways yes Please, five stars. It really helps us out. So thank you in advance. And we love doing brunch talk. So let's keep it going.
1: Yeah. And with that, we're going to see you all next week. See you next week. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit DatablePodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform, so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. <laughs>